0: Welcome to Mentally Untable Adventures, Episode Forty Seven: Danger Patrol, Session Two, Episode One.
1: Oh, this podcast may contain bad language, crude humor, and graphic violence, and it, in general, is not fit for hu- for human com- consumption.
0: Get ready, everyone! It's time for another exciting adventure of the Danger Patrol. What amazing sights will we see today? Will the heroes be victorious? Find out on this week's episode, From the Vaults. Enjoy the show. Uh, This is... Danger Patrol, an action-adventure retro sci-fi game. The idea is to create an episode of a 1950s-style TV show a la Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, perhaps with a dash of Venture Brothers, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones. You will all be playing members of the elite Danger Patrol. Special super-powered crime fighters who protect Rocket City from evil Stygian adepts, the nefarious agents of the Crimson Republic, rampaging monsters set loose by mad scientists and other crazy threats. So, First thing we're going to do is pick your style and your role. <laughs> so let's introduce the style cards. <clears throat> so first we have... The Atomic. A cybernetic soldier created just before the end of the Atomic Wars that destroyed Earth. You have an atomic reactor in your chest. You are Superman, or woman, essentially. Nice. The Ghost. You are a spirit whose soul is trapped between this world and the great beyond. The Intrepid. You don't have fancy supernatural powers, but your courage, resourcefulness, and luck get you through the toughest scraps. The Mystic. An enlightened master of the occult, magic, and other dimensions. The Psychic. Mental powers of telepathy and telekinesis are the domain of the master of all things mental. The Robot. You're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a commander data. <laughs> two fisted. You're a human with no supernatural powers, but you are tough, strong, and ready to rumble. So, anything jump out at anybody as one that they really want? Boy. Atomic, ghost, intrepid, mystic, psychic robot, two fisted. Kind of intrigued by the robot, actually. Robot it is. <laughs> You're a robot. <laughs> I love the flowery descriptions of all the other ones, and then robot. <laughs> You're, You're a, a robot. robot. Detachable flying head. Yes, you <laughs> have. <heard. laughs>
1: Are you able to see? Because I'm gonna pick after you do.
2: Oh, um, let's do atomic.
0: Atomic. I'll be the ghosts. <laughs> I almost knew you were going to pick that. It's also
1: between intrepid and ghost.
0: I almost took ghost. Alright. Alright, we've got a ghost. (coughs) So, now that we've done that... (laughs) This is so so awesome. (laughs) We figured you'd like it. So, uh, (laughs) we'll go over the sheets in just a minute, but next, we're going to go over your... Roll! So, whereas the first card you picked described what you were, this second card will describe what you do. Your character sheet is made up by putting the two sheets next to each other. So basically this is the other half of your character sheet. So, for options of what you do, we have the Agent, the Ultimate Super Spy, good at recon, stealth, deception, and manipulation. We have the Commando, the Soldier, good at tactics, and shooting, We have the daredevil, athlete, stuntman, acrobat, and all-around risk-taker. We have the detective, strong-willed, insightful, master of forensics, investigation in the criminal underworld, and reading people. We have the explorer, experienced traveler of the solar system, expert in all things alien, especially animals, monsters, and strange ruins. We have the flyboy, male or female, an expert pilot, driver, and astronaut. We have... The Professor, Master of All Sciences and a whiz with technology. And lastly, The Warrior, the hand-to-hand combat and melee weapon expert. So... Everybody gets a roll. I'll take Professor. The Professor. We have the Robot Professor. (laughs) He doesn't (laughs) want to be
1: programmed by someone
0: else. (laughs) I am self-programming.
1: I'll take the Agent.
0: The Ghost
2: Agent. Yes. nice. I'm going to do the Atomic Explorer.
0: (laughs) The Atomic Explorer. Alright. I'm loving this because we do not have a Commando or a Warrior in the group. So this is perfect. (laughs) That's going to (laughs) hurt. It might, or it might make it actually interesting. Because, you know, you won't be able to just punch and shoot your way out of all your problems. (laughs) So, now we're going to go over the uh, sheets a little bit and explain to you some of the things that are on it. So, across the top of the sheets, the two sheets laid next to each other, you will see your traits. Uh, each hero is skilled in eight different areas of expertise, corresponding to the different roles on the team. Agent, Commando, Daredevil. Anytime you do something in the game, you will roll the dice associated with those traits. Uh, and I gave everybody a little sheet, cheat sheet of heroic actions. So when you go to do something, you look and see, oh, that sounds like a detective action, or that sounds like a daredevil action, or so. Right, right. Uh, next up, uh, on your, uh, role sheet, or on your style sheet, you've got the, uh, talent, your special ability, unique to your style. Uh, they usually break the rules in some way. Underneath that, you've got your power. Um, it's a maneuver you can use for the cost of power tokens. Uh, so, do you see that little lightning bolt symbol? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the symbol for power tokens. Speaking of which, everybody gets one to start with. <laughs> Hoorah! So, if it has a little power token symbol next to it, that means you need to spend a power token to use that ability. Uh, next beneath that, you've got your special abilities. Um... Like, for instance, your Atomic Strength, Atomic Speed. And you'll see next to these a small uh, plus sign uh, logo. Uh, those are bonus dice. So as you use the bonus dice from your uh, uh, on, from your character, you would check those off uh, each time you use one. Uh, so that kind of lets you know what, what how many times you can use certain things. Um, for a rest, or just... Alright, during a rest you then recover some of those, so so you kinda of have to decide how much of those uh, you're gonna use. Um Next, down in the corner, you see uh, power. Uh, That's just to write down how many power tokens you have if we uh, hold off in the middle of the game. Uh, But you can also see what you can use a power token to do. Not only can you use your special moves, you could also spend a power token to do plus one hit. We'll explain that a little later. Reduce a hit. I'll explain that later. And to activate a power. So bear in mind all of those uses of power tokens. Uh, After that, you can see all the way across the bottom of your sheet, you have your danger meter. So every time you do stuff, uh, any any uh, dice that do not come up with hits for you come up danger for me. And that increases your danger meter and allows me to uh, do bad, bad things to you. Uh, However, as you can see, sometimes uh, having your danger meter go up is beneficial. For instance, you see the little lightning bolt symbols along your danger meter. Every time you pass one of those, you get another power token. Nice! So, also, when you get up into the KO'd and the vaporized areas of your... uh, uh, sheet, uh, you will notice that it says times two and times three. That means you get to blo- uh, get to apply two and three times the number of trait dice. Uh, so if you were going to be rolling a d10 for that thing, if you're in the va- if you're risking vaporization, you get to roll three d10. Darn! So you become hyper competent when <laughs> danger is really present. So sometimes the best thing to do is get more danger. <laughs> <laughs> more danger. You'll find yourself saying What's that a more lot.
2: more dangerous than danger?
0: More danger. A robot so, professor. Let's see. Other symbols that might need to be explained. Uh, if next to your abilities it has like a little cross, it just means that power is a like a benefit to you or an ally. A shield is some sort of defensive power. A pair of crosshairs is a, uh, an attack power of some kind. Uh, a little arrow means that the power involves taking some sort of action. It's not something you can do passively. Um... So, yeah. So, now that you have your uh, people picked out, uh, everybody's going to need a marker, so feel free to grab... So, the first thing you're going to want to do is distribute your trait dice. So, I'm going to lay these out for you. So, the first thing you do is put a D12 in your role. So, for instance, the professor will put a D12 under professor. The agent will put a D12 under agent. The explorer will put a D12 under explorer. So, next, everybody gets, and I will put this up on here so that everybody can see, one D10, two D8s. 3d6 and 1d4 to distribute amongst all of the other abilities that you have. So, the higher the die, the better you are at it. So yeah, you're not going to be able to... (laughs) I would just write 12 or 10. It might be hard to read the V. The circles are really small. These have built-in erasers. They do have the built-in in erasers. Ain't that some stuff. That is some I bought them stuff. specifically to play this game at conventions <laughs> with. So, So okay. a ten, So you get a ten. Two, two eights. eights. So the two eights go together, then you can't split them no, up. Or... No, no, no. Because uh, if you add them up, you have to get one in each one of those boxes across the top of your sheet. So you've just got to decide what you want to be good at and what you want to be than good at. You also could confer around the table and see what everybody else is good at (laughs) so that you're not Oh, shoot. We all all picked Flyboy as D10. (laughs) Well, great. So we're all going to be arguing over who's driving the car and nobody's going to be able to punch that thing to save our lives.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I went 10 with Flyboy. I'll go
0: 10 with Warrior.
2: And I went 8 with Warrior and Commando. And then Professor. Yeah, I'm I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed.
1: Uh, yeah, I I assume that he's going to be the professor of the group, so I put a four in that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and then uh, I
0: you're,
1: got six for Explorer, because you're the Explorer. Yep. Uh, Daredevil is eight. I got six in Warrior, six in Commando, because I'm a ghost. You're the ghost agent.
2: <laughs> yeah, I put a six in a- in Agent and a, and a four in Professor.
1: So I'm putting four in Explorer, because I'll leave that to you.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, once you've done that, you have to choose your uniform colors. You can see up here there's two spots, because all Danger Patrol members wear two-tone uniforms. So, pick the two colors of your uniform.
2: Pomegranate and puce.
0: I was going to say mauve and poop. (laughs) Uh, Do they have to be the same? No, no, each person is individually tailored to you. Basically, choose the colors of the spandex in your uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wear spandex. I am a robot. Or your paint. My prime job. directive is to go down to the shops and buy ten fags. Do
2: use computes. Well, since I'm atomic, I went with yellow and magenta. <laughs> Got to try for it right on there.
0: <laughs> then after that, you can choose your weapon. Uh, on one of those lines, it has a weapon, ray gun, electro blaster, or turbo rifle. Pick one of the above.
2: Hmm. Is there any differences in damage?
0: Not at all. <laughs> it's just it, is, it is merely a matter of flavor, whether you have a ray gun, an electro blaster, or a turbo rifle. All right. it, and Exactly. What the hell any of those action?
1: mean? <laughs> right. Pump action rifle. It can't, it, be, a, it can't be. If you, you ever see to
2: Quigley be. Down Under? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. It, I just said I didn't like it. Doesn't mean I can't shoot it. <laughs> can't shoot it. That is the best electro blaster. It
0: is. All right. Uh, also, you'll notice the box that has the uh, stuff in it uh, has like four things in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start with all of those things. Um, remember that just because you use the bonus dice doesn 't mean you don 't have those things anymore. You can feel free to use them to narrate things uh, it 's just a question of only one time do you get to claim a bonus die for them okay. um,
2: so it 's one bonus die for each or for for the for that group of, of
0: things if you if you 're going to use one of the things from there and you want a bonus die for it, you can do that one time. And then after that, you can continue to narrate using those things. You just don't get any bonus dice for them. So, all right. Now that we've gotten that covered.
2: All right, all right. Jeez, (laughs) dog. You're so needy.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. And next, of course, you need to name your heroes.
1: Hmm. (laughs) I <laughs> picked the hardest thing for last, didn't you? What, the name? Yeah, I can't think.
0: Oh, I can't All right, think so. well, while you guys are thinking, I'll read you the introduction to Rocket City and the solar system to kind of give you a sense of how things go. The Earth was destroyed 50 years ago in the Atomic Wars. Just before the end, hundreds of rocket ships escaped Earth. Most of them went to Mars, where the richest man in the solar system, millionaire Hamilton Hawks, had built a giant utopian city of the future called Rocket City. Rocket City is all Art Deco, silver spires, glass, chrome, and steel. It's a vertical city of many levels, with skyscrapers thousands of feet tall sprawling across Olympus Mons. Everyone gets around via rocket car, funneled into magnetically controlled traffic lanes. Magna Zeppelins cruise majestically at the highest altitudes, carrying heavy cargo across the massive city. Everything has retro style, including the robotic service station attendants who wear smart white uniforms and wash your windshield while they gas up your rocket car. <laughs> the Mighty Adam newspaper is delivered every morning to most homes and is sold on floating traffic islands by boys in newsy caps. Hmm. Radio dramas are very popular, as are the brand new Video Scope programs. <laughs> Motion picture theaters show films in black and white with sound for <laughs> five cents a pop. <laughs> Rocket City is the crossroads of the solar system, where all the human colonies on the other worlds come to trade, along with aliens of all sorts. The other major human settlement is the Crimson Republic in Jupiter's Red Spot. The CR is a militaristic nation ruled by the despot Grand Commander Zukov, a head in a jar attached to a robotic spider body. The s- <laughs> nice. The CR is obsessed with perfecting atomic technology, now banned in Rocket City, and turning their population into atomic super. Super soldiers, with which to conquer the solar system. The CR is the catch-all copy Red Scare Evil Empire Bad Guy Group. They are <laughs> technically at peace with Rocket City, but an invisible Cold War rages with enemy agents hidden everywhere. <laughs> mm. Each planet is Earth-like, except for dark and cold Pluto, with normal gravity and breathable air. Each is home to native alien life as well as strange plants and animals. Mars has the ruins of some former great civilization with links to Atlantis on Earth, but no one knows what became of them. The Neptunians claim to be descendants of this elder race, but Neptunians claim lots of crazy things. <laughs> was Neptunian. Pluto is home to the Stygian Adepts, an evil cult from the fifth dimension who worship entropy. They're the hooded dudes, made out of living shadow with wicked curved daggers, perfect for sacrificial scenes and creepy dark magic stuff. <laughs> Nice Is that it, Professor? Is there more to the setting? Good question, Billy The answer is yes, (laughs) there's a lot more the solar system's a big place, with lots of planets to explore, aliens to meet, and dangerous phenomena to conquer. When you play Danger Patrol, the players and the GM will fill in the map, so to speak. You start out simple, and create details as you need them. Don't be afraid to be creative. Maybe Venus is a dense jungle planet teeming with giant insects and dinosaurs. Or maybe it's a mist-shrouded world inhabited by intelligent rockmen. It's up to you.
2: Or it could be a bunch of women.
0: <laughs> what about the rampant sexism and racism that were part of those classic pulp stories? Does Rocket City have such things? Thankfully, Billy, those things vanish along with the Earth and the Atomic Wars. In Rocket City, all people are equal. <laughs> oh, I see.
1: We're bringing that shit back. <laughs> oh, God. This, the, the way you
0: describe Rocket City, it, it, it just screams Bioshock.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you ever played Bioshock? I have not. Oh, man, it, that's a similar kind of setup. Crazy scientist guy goes rogue, creates his own utopian city, either underwater or floating in the air. Hmm. There's always a man and there's always a city. Alright. So tonight we are going to play the jeweled courts of Saturn. <clears throat> Saturn. So, to start with, Princess Anya sits upon the sapphire throne of Saturn for the first time. Her eyes blaze with a strange blue light. Behind her, lurking in the shadows, the evil Duke Lokesh speaks under his breath. His words are repeated by the princess on the throne as if in a trance. "'You have been found guilty of espionage against the crown,' she cries. "'The sentence is death.'" The courtiers in the room gasp and turn to look at the great façaded windows of the throne room tower to the floating execution platforms hovering in the cloud sky beyond. Each platform holds one of the members of the Danger Patrol, affixed to a jade pillar with chains of pure adamant. Out of the shimmering rings above, the executioners descend creatures out of legend, a flight of rare crystal dragons shrieking and beating their six wings as they swoop down upon their prey. Boy, we are just in the thick of it here, huh? So, (laughs) that's this week on Danger Patrol! (laughs) (laughs) Last week on Danger Patrol, that's actually a thing that we have to do now. Previously on Danger Patrol, now is the time for you guys to introduce your characters and and show something that your character was doing last week in this episode. Don't worry about continuity. It doesn't matter. I'm sure there was probably at least one unaired episode in between this one and the one that you're talking about. I need to grab a notepad so I can write this stuff down. <laughs> oh, Are you
1: recording it?
0: Of course we're recording it. We record everything. We have to feed the beast, remember? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so why
2: a do you need a notepad? Interweb
0: beast. No, like, I need to write down what you guys say now to, like, make it screw you over, like, <laughs> later, <laughs> 20 minutes from now. Oh, man!
2: Oh. <laughs> I don't like that idea. Ah,
0: the 20-minute screwing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what that's
1: like. <laughs> no, it, it's a short-lived, but it, it happens <laughs> later. So it's kind of like delayed gratification. <laughs> what?
2: I was never one for delayed gratification.
1: <laughs> Alright, so each one of you guys get one of those Moving little
0: <laughs> little slips and uh, f- f- put your name on them because we'll use that to kind of uh, track the location of your character uh, in relation to uh, other horrible, horrible things that are happening. And then let's begin over here with the Atomic Explorer...
2: Pots, daily on. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and last week, I was on Venus. Because the... There's, there's vast jungles on Venus that need exploring, and I'm just the guy to do it. So with my handy turbo rifle, <laughs> I uh, encountered many savage native Venetian beasts. Ooh. One of which was very attractive. Ooh. (laughs) But that's another story.
0: (coughs) Uh Uh-huh. Alright, so, uh, Ponce, the atomic explorer, what else do you need to tell us about yourself? Any uh, particular abilities that you possess that the other members of the Danger Patrol may need to know about? I'm not incredibly
2: welcome on Mars in Rocket City because... Atomic power has been
0: banned there. Oh, experimentation with it, but they understand that you are a holdover from the atomic war. Yeah, and
2: so my body is armored, and my internal organs, well, they have gone the way of Earth. And now, what used to be my heart is now a small nuclear reactor. Awesome. And uh, I'm your basic cyborg. Uh, Let's see... I'm a cyborg, and I do... I don't know. But I, I'm not really sure what else I need to be talking about here. <laughs> oh, let's
0: um, see. Uh, you've um, been there and done that. Been, oh, yeah. And you I are have. a survivor. <laughs> I'm absolutely a survivor.
2: I've uh, been there done that. Do, am I just telling them what I, I can say, do?
0: If not... Okay. If not <clears throat> Basically, I can... Uh, I, I, saying, I wouldn't even worry about the mechanics of it. I'd just say the titles of it, just because uh, it gives them a sense of the feel of been it. been there done that
2: which is actually true i have and survivor well i couldn't have been there and done that if i couldn't have lived to tell you about it
0: all right and oh. uh oh. and
2: i am sporting a very very fashionable yellow and magenta <laughs> leotard <laughs>
0: Awesome. Yellow and magenta with his trusty turbo rifle. Alright, so the robot professor named PR Sigma Six hmm. for Professor Robot Sigma Six. <laughs> it seemed to work. Awesome. Um, I work on experiments. I do science things. I have a detachable flying head in a lab where I do my science things. I have many crazy theories. My internal repair systems keep me in the fight. Ooh. My electro blaster takes others out of the fight. Awesome. Also, it is my weapon. My weapon of choice is my robot brain. And last week's episode... I was say, yeah, What was, what was PR Sigma-6 up to last episode? PR Sigma-6 was sent... To the uh, sent to uh, Titan to stabilize Titan's orbit because there were oh, yeah, scientists discovered
2: he can't use that to screw us over (laughs) later, can he?
0: you know what? We're gonna kick the doors down on this, we're gonna do a thing. (laughs) Hey, this is a one shot, man. It's designed, it's (laughs) designed a one and done. Their, their scientists. Don't be saving it for next time. Their <laughs> scientists confirmed that uh, there were irregularities in Titan's orbit, so they needed to bring in the best uh, robot brain they could find, which happens to be inside my detachable flying head.
1: We're trying to be picked up next season, aren't we? <laughs> oh.
0: All right, PR Sigma 6, most
1: excellent. And you are also joined by who? Sid the Shade. We last saw on Karen the Moon. Oh, I'm searching <laughs> for C H O R A. Yeah, searching for the damn bastard who shot him and killed him months ago. His name is Donnie, the Brass Knuckles. Yes, I'm a master of disguise because. I don't want Donnie to know until the very end when he's dying on his deathbed that it was I who killed him.
0: Awesome. Sid the Shave, searching Charon, looking for the man who killed him. Donnie Brass Knuckles.
1: Yes.
0: I love it. Alright, so, with all of that out of the way, I have one last thing that I need to fill out here.
1: Does not compute... I suck at names. Sid the Shade? No, the Donnie Brass Knuckles. (laughs) Donnie Fly.
2: Should we put this somewhere where it isn't going to be crackling in the phone the whole time?
0: Probably at some point, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you
2: need need some more.
0: So, alright. I hadn't realized the last time we played this how much much more helpful it was to have the full table. Mm -hmm. Um, I need all four of your little slips... Ponce, Sid, and PR. PR Sigma six. So you are each attached to a floating platform.
1: One, 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 one. Each
0: Perfect. of Plat- you are attached, attached are being attacked by a crystal dragon. One each. The sapphire throne, where Princess Anya is sitting, is over here. As well as the Aura of Urugosh.
2: <coughs> aura of Urugosh?
0: Sure. Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> <Ready>.
2: So <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So, we've done that.
2: Linked to Dragon.
0: Linked to the Dragon's Resistance. So now is when we're going to start actually talking about how this game works. So... There are different kinds of threats in the game. Each threat has to be dealt with and uh, successfully defeated uh, in order for you to continue on and uh, and remove it from the playboard. So there are several different kinds. Um, one is a countdown threat, like the Sapphire Throne here. So if the Sapphire Throne is not dealt with and removed within three turns, something terrible will happen. So if it has a, a circle around the uh, a number, that tells you it's a countdown. Yeah. Yep. Resistance is written like this. Resist three. This means that that many uh, of your hits don't actually count towards defeating the thing. So you have to hit these things really hard. Think of it like armor in Apocalypse World or Dungeon World. So, uh... See, so on my turn, I hit it twice. And then on the next turn, Sid hits it twice. Does that count as four, or does it reset every time? It's it's each... When you count up your hits, if you have three hits, you didn't do anything to it. You have to get at least four hits in order to even affect it. So, uh, let's see. There also may be staged threats that um, you have to deal with one before you're able to even get to the other one. Um... (laughs) Also, this one uh, is a particularly special case. It says, linked to the dragon's resistance. So, if you guys can get rid of the aura of Urgosh, then the dragon's resistance will be removed. Ah! So, there you go. Boy. bunch of level one characters facing dragons. Thanks!
1: <laughs> get rid of the Ebola. Get rid of the Ebola.
0: <laughs> So all will be made. Are, we, we are chained to a jade pillar. Each one of you is chained to a floating platform uh, 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 with a, with adamant chains. Yes.
1: What what is adamant? May I ask? I'm guessing it's
0: hard metal. Next to
1: not special metal.
0: It's hard to break. So other other things to uh, keep in mind. <laughs> so when you go to uh, do something. The first thing we will do is give you one die for the trait that you're going to use. So, say you want to punch the crystal dragon in the face. That's a warrior action. So you get whatever die is associated with your warrior trait. Then you get to decide if you want to add any um, bonus dice from any of your specialties, abilities, um, if any of your gear can come into play and you want to uh, mark off any of those bonus dice to be used. Uh, Your first bonus die is a d10. On, a, on any given roll. The second one you take becomes a D8. The third one you take is a D6. You can only take up to three bonus dice on any one roll. After that, you then have the option of taking danger dice, which are these. You can take up to three on your own by telling me how this thing you're doing is dangerous. <laughs> and if... Once you've uh, racked up enough danger to earn these three dice, you can then ask the other people around the table for more danger. (laughs) And you can get two more bonus dice for us describing how this thing that you plan to do is dangerous. (laughs) So, the more danger, the more dice you get. (laughs) Uh, When you roll the dice, any die that comes up with a number four or higher is a hit. Mm -hmm. Any number that comes up with a one, two, or a three is a danger. I get to use danger to inflict damage upon you and move up your danger meter and otherwise complicate the situation, add new threats, things like that. Uh, You get to use hits to attempt to deal with threats. Also, any threat that is not dealt with during any given turn will get what's called an escalation die. Meaning that since you didn't deal with it, it got worse. When you go to deal with that threat finally... When you roll your dice, I get to roll the Escalation dice. They don't count for you, but I just get to roll them to see if there's more danger. (laughs) Right on. So. Alright. I think that covers just about all of it. Um, Yep. Danger dice, more danger dice, bonus dice... I think that covers four or higher. We've covered hits. Oh, a normal threat, a minion, a monster, a problem is normally defeated in about one to three hits. Um, a major threat, like a big monster, a gang of minions, a or serious problem, <laughs> four to six hits, an elite threat, seven to nine, and a master threat is ten to twelve. Holy. God. So.
2: And we're facing dragons. <laughs>
0: And I don't. And I don't have to tell you what uh, what uh, kind of threat these are.
2: So, <laughs> well, they're made out of glass. How hard can they be,
0: right? <clears throat> That's mine. so. After that, then you move your danger meter. Yeah, I think that just about covers everything. Well, there's my.
1: I think there will be questions.
0: Part about hurting you. Yeah, there there will most likely be questions, and we will uh, answer those as uh, things go. So, yeah, I think we're just about ready to start. So, who is going to uh, take the initiative here in the throne room as the crystal dragons descend, and Prince, Princess Anyana... Ananya? Ananya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Princess Ananya, What's her it? eyes glowing blue has just pronounced your deaths and summoned down the crystal dragons from Saturn's uh, rings to crush you.
1: Yes! I will! I am going to use an act of will I'm going to become Aetheral and pass through a solid object.
0: Sid the Shade, un- unbound by such mortal things as <laughs> as, as chains, you simply, simply <laughs> detach it. So is that a uh, it
1: Just as uh, I can... Um, You're corporeal and can touch things and be touched, but can float and pass through solid objects with an act of will. Okay, so that goes into being if I'm vaporized or killed. Okay, so that's just your
0: spirit part? Yep. Okay, so that didn't even require you to spend spend a thing. So, since you're free of that, what are you going to do, Sid?
1: I'm going to drop to the ground and run under the dragon and try to attack that man with my, uh... The aura? Yes. Yeah, okay. Like... So the
0: aura is like, is like a, it's like a field. It's like it's like magic within the throne room. Okay. So uh, so how are you combating
1: this, Sid? I'm going to use my electro blaster at it.
0: Hmm. <coughs> I'm not sure you can shoot the aura. I mean, it's it's kind of like an energy field all around.
1: Well, is there something inside of it?
0: Yes. The whole throne room is encased in it. Oh. Is there something generating it that I can see? No. Well, wow.
1: shooty pants. And I guess I'll just have to attack that stupid dragon. That's what I'll do. So. I mean. I, I, I would need more information on this Aurora. Because if there's nothing generating it, and it's just all over the place. Right. You it's... can't really take care of it. Hmm unless there is a... Uh, I think you a? could I think maybe
0: a detective action uh, resisting evil with your indomitable will I can so try detectives. You're, you're you're going to try and and sort I'll of uh, I'll detect shut it, it down with your uh, with your uh, deep knowledge of the uh, of the spirit world
1: All right, I will detect it and I will use uh, I, uh, So why is this dangerous? Um, this is dangerous because I have a dragon chasing me. <laughs> Okay. And uh, <laughs> that that woman on the throne just saw me get off of my pillar and get out. She off.
0: is watching you. That's so, true.
1: There's two, right? That's two. Okay. You, oh, why, to... why else
0: is this danger? Are, you don't want any
1: more danger? I don't want any more danger Okay. Right do you now. want to, Do
0: you want to use any bonus dice, any of your equipment or anything coming to play here, or are you uh, just going to go with what you got?
1: I'm just going to go with what I got.
0: Okie dokie, Smokey.
1: All right. All
0: right. Uh, so, I see, so I see two hits and one danger.
1: So, oh, I have to mark that, don't I?
0: So, oh, sorry, uh, we didn't hand out your paper clips. Your paper clips slide along the bottom of your sheet. All right. To mark your current danger level. Ah. Please set your current danger level to the first peg before you begin moving it.
1: So I'm now on the. Uh, so I went up two or okay. one, right?
0: So you went up one danger, yes. So gotcha. you would be at the space. Uh, After the one. Right. Perfect. Gotcha. You got it. All right. So you got one danger, I get to escalate a threat. Well, obviously, the dragon that's chasing you has uh, a better position on you now that you're uh, sort of ignoring it. Yes. However, you did deal two hits to the aura of Urgosh. Uh, you can tell that the um, that the dragons, like, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're sort of... Energy shells that surround them sort of flickered for a minute as Sid seemed to concentrate on uh, pushing back the uh, spiritual energy of the room. So you can tell you've almost got it, Sid, uh, but it's not quite there yet.
1: Okay. So what did you hit it with? I hit it with my detective skill to try to figure out what the heck it was. And, see, I, didn't, was and I didn't his, learn anything new, but I know that I can push on it. He was using and his force away. of will. All right. So. That pr- that's Sid. Hope you it, so. it with a stick, see if the bo- bubble see if bubble. No, goes.
2: no, no, no. Okay. Um. Here's oh, what's the Atomic Explorer. I, too, have forsaken dealing with this dragon at, for the moment. Okay. And I intend to use my atomic beam.
0: Okay, you're going to use that that your atomic powered, beams. That are
2: powered right out of my suit so that I could not be disarmed. Right out of your nose. <laughs> So I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> just like Austin Powers. <laughs> All right, the Fembots. So,
0: so you are. So what are it you shooting with your atomic beams?
2: Um, I was watching. I was. I was watching Sid, and as he was pushing, I noticed some some areas of the ore that almost seemed to take form. And and so I'm going to use a widespread pattern in that area. To try and disperse the aura with the atomic beams.
0: All right. <laughs> with, with with what he did. sure sure we'll take that. Why not? What the hell? All right. So atomic. So if you're shooting atomic beams, that would be the um, uh, commando action. Uh. So mm. one, that's a D8 for commando because you're shooting something, right? Okay. And then you used your. Bonus dice from atomic beams gets you a d10. Okay. For a bonus. And then... Is this dangerous?
2: Why, yes. Because I am ignoring the dragon. That is dangerous. There is the potential, like any time you could cross the streams, that every molecule in your body would explode (laughs) at the speed of light.
0: That sounds dangerous.
2: Remember, don't cross the streams. Um, all right. there's also a danger that I inadvertently pass one of my atomic beams through Sid.
0: <laughs> Alright. Would you like more danger? Why um, do,
2: I, do I get this? Well, I, this is all of the danger I can have.
0: Right, but would you like more I danger? I would like more danger. Anybody have any ideas why this is dangerous, him shooting his uh, uh, atomic beams into the room mm. at sort of crazy angles? Well...
1: There is a dragon directly atop me. If he shoots that dragon, it might fall on me. Yeah, that's not dangerous for me, though, dude. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. yeah,
0: why is this dangerous for him? PR oh. Sigma-6 runs a few quick calculations and realizes that the, uh, the atomic energy you're about to unleash could uh, there is a chance that it could actually uh, strengthen the aura. That sounds we'll, dangerous. We'll say just uh, <laughs> let it all blow up in our faces. Yeah. Uh,
2: Thanks for straightening his <laughs> argument. Yeah. Thank I
0: you. I think. I think also the fact that would you like more danger? <laughs> sure. I think what also does? the fact that the princess is obviously under some sort of spell or control. So while she's not an enemy, you don't want to shoot her either.
2: Mm, fair enough.
0: <laughs> all right. Oh, son of a! Oh, that's not bad. So there's. Three, one, two, three, four, five hits. Wow. Five hits and two danger. Oh, that's just hardly even fair.
2: Oh, look. Two danger. Two danger. <laughs> Give me my little marble hoover thingy. <laughs> A power
0: token? Absolutely. Yes. That's what more I was power. To say. More power. More so. power. So, dealing five more hits to the aura of Urgosh destroys Bam. it. As the aura disintegrates around the room, the dragons all lose their resistance. Yes, you're welcome. Initiate separation sequence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) However, I am going to deal a reduced hit to the Atomic Explorer. Now, a reduced hit means that you means that you can mark any lower hit box on your danger meter. hmm So, if I had done a full hit to you, you would have to mark the box where your danger meter currently is. Okay. So, but since I'm only dealing a reduced hit, you can mark any box under that. So you would mark this bottom bashed box. Bashed has no effect on you. Stunned starts to affect you. Injured really affects you. KO'd and vaporized, you probably don't want to go there. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
2: well I don't know what this means. You suffer no penalty for marking a stunned or injured box.
0: Ah, right. So you don't care if you get stunned or injured because you're you're atomic.
2: <laughs> okay, so they have no effect on me then either.
0: Bashed? No. Oh,
2: stunned or injured.
0: Right. So so any if you when you mark these boxes, mm-hmm. you don't have to care. Okay. Other people have to care.
2: Okay. And what is target number doesn't go up to five?
0: Uh, that's for in, for injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, when you're injured, you now have to roll fives instead of fours to get successes. Oh, okay. And then KO'd, mm-hmm. uh, or not KO'd, injured means that you actually reduce, so if you were doing a commando action, you would actually mm-hmm. roll a d6 instead of a d8 if you're injured. If the injury seems relevant. To yeah. you, so. Do you escalate that you're dragon? Uh, no, because that I, I had to spend bombs. my two danger to do a reduced hit to you, or so not that's, not. All, that's all I got to do. So you did not generate very much danger for me. <laughs> I am sad for my lack of danger. I need more danger. PR Sigma six, provide me with danger. Separation sequence initiated. Alright. Pop and my head flies off. And your head flies it's, off. It's like the sorcerer of the saucer of the Enterprise. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what just happened. And it goes flying off. Okay. Hovers so. above. So, what are you attempting to do with your now separated head? Because that allows you to do two different things, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can take two actions one with your head and one with your body. This is going to be great. What? All right. What are you up to? So,
1: I figured he'd be like C3PO. He loses his head. Oh, yeah.
0: I am going to use my Omni Scanner. So, that's a plus. Okay. And I'm going to use my precision sensors to find the resonant frequency of the crystal that these dragons are made out of. Okay. And then when my head is scanned to that frequency, I'm going to transfer that data to my body where the chest cavity opens up and a sound horn comes out. And I am going to blast these dragons with the frequency that would, in theory, shatter their crystalline structure. Okay. So, first of all, the head separation thing. Do you have to spend a PowerPoint for that? That or? doesn't have anything. Okay, that's, in, that's that. in that section. Okay, yep. so, nope, you just get to do that. So, so, then... Precision sensors and Omni scanner are... This one that's got two uses, that's got one. Okay, so when, you, when you're using that thing to do two separate actions, what does it say? Do you get... Um... Um, send your head off to do something while your body does something else. Okay. Your heady and body... Heady? <laughs> okay. Can perform two different actions, rolling one trait die per action. Okay. You can still collect a maximum of five danger dice and three bonus dice during your turn, but you can split them between the two action rolls. That's what I needed to know. So, okay, so you get independent dice, or trait dice for the two things, but then the danger and the bonus it's dice split, yeah. have to be split between the two. So, so first, I think the scanning sounds like a, a professor action, probably. That's what I was going for. Okay, so that's a 12 Mm-hmm. So that's your head scanning and then the uh, the bullhorn of doom. Um, <laughs> what do you think for that guys um, I almost want to say can I use professor for both mm, Or is, I mean could you use two traits for the same like if they're working a concert together or do they have to be two different ones you could, but I'm trying to think of I'm, I'm trying to think of which one is most appropriate to. Mm-hmm. I feel like the professory bit was done by the head, the body. I feel like is more of a daredevil thing. Up to that'll be six, huh?
1: You could also be argued to be commando.
0: And then I get pluses for yeah, yeah. Or how's your commando? Yeah, you're shooting a sonic beam. Maybe. Commando is also six. Okay, The so. so warrior is ten. But that doesn't count. That's more melee, I'm guessing. Yep, yep, that's, that's if, you're, if you're punching it in the head. Punching mm-hmm. it! Throwing them! <laughs> so, your first bonus die is a D10, the second one is a D8, uh, from your two different things, so you can assign those however you wish to each of those two actions. Okay. Um, and now it's... Danger! Why is this dangerous? Oh, yeah, hold on, so... The D12 is the professor, that's the... That's the scanning, right? Yep. And then the... ten. The, now the D six, oh, the D six, that's right, is it's the other one, and then you've got to decide where to split up that D ten and okay. the D eight between the two of them. All right, and then all danger first year. All um, right, why is this dangerous, Sigma Six? <clears throat> well, uh, Beans, as the body is still chained to the platform, that's certainly something. That, that, <laughs> there's some vulnerability there. Yeah, um, if. My calculations are off, even by the slightest bit. Mm-hmm. The uh, the frequency will do nothing but piss off the dragons. That certainly sounds dangerous. And... Is it,
1: I'm gonna lo- I might lose my head.
0: <laughs> no, the head, I'm fairly confident. It can. It's, that can... Oh, I was going to ask you, this has got two of these crosshairs here. Yeah. For Crazy Theory, what does that mean? I can use it twice? Um... What is it? What is it? What is the crazy thing that, theory? Your bizarre scientific theory turns out to be true. Add plus one hit to your action roll and give an ally plus one hit to their next roll. So it's just like you know, the, it's two bonus hits. Okay, is what that is. So it's it's it, that doesn't not only helps you, it also helps helps other people too. <laughs> Boy, so why is this dangerous? Oh, um. <clears throat> There, uh, I, and also, if, I, if my calculations are off, I don't like to piss the dragons off, but I could end up hurting uh, the princess or ah, Atomic Man. Yes, there are other people in the room that yeah. may be not as resilient as you. So, would you like more danger? Of course. Anybody have any ideas why this is dangerous? Even
2: should he succeed in breaking the crystalline bonds of these crystal dragons, they could shatter shooting <laughs> into sharp pieces, into yes. Very sharp pieces that would <laughs> not really hurt, you know, Sid. Because, you know, he's Sid. <laughs> However, me mm, might, probably won't hurt much, but y- you probably wouldn't hurt. Well, it might, because they'd be sharp. And, yeah, the princess. But it, princess. Could, uh, but it <laughs> could hurt the princess.
0: Um, the other thing I was going to say is, your head is... Bite size for a dragon at the moment. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <is>. fair
1: enough.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, Flying glass,
1: this.
0: He's already lost his
1: head.
0: <laughs> He's just pretty sure it'll come back. Okay, so this will be for the bullhorn of death. Okay. And this is for the scanning. Okay. Actually. Yeah, we'll go like that. Alright. Uh, scanning for resonant frequency. Scanning. Uh, working.
2: Working. We've got to get him an upgrade. <laughs> what, what? Working. Recalculating.
0: <laughs> Recalculating. Recalculating. The little hourglass shows up. And it shows up. It turns upside down. <laughs> so I'm seeing three hits and one danger. Yep, four and up, right? Yep. Even on the, the bigger dice? Yep. Okay. That's the advantage of bigger dice. Okay, excellent.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna use them later on, I'm gonna I'll do something later on. It'll okay. Be fun.
0: So <laughs> I got the uh, so I'm gonna use the one danger to escalate the threat because while you're holding still analyzing the dragon, the dragon is not holding still analyzing you. Um, It is preparing to eviscerate. However, you did score three hits on the dragon with the analysis. Oh god, he's not dead yet. Nope. Alright. And this is to activate the uh, resonant frequency through the bullhorn that came out of Sigma's chest. Bullhorn of (laughs) doom! Yep. Inception horn.
2: <laughs> two and two. Three
0: more hits and two more Three danger. All right. It's a job. All right, six. So yeah, That yeah. is enough to destroy the crystal yeah, dragon. Yeah Science bitch. <laughs> <laughs> However, oh. you're right, with your two more danger, I will also deal a reduced hit to you. So go ahead and mark a box anywhere underneath where your current danger level is. So I got bashed. Yep, you got a bashed. Told you as, crystal, glass. as crystal shards come raining down upon your robot body and uh, cause the head to have to sort of spin out of control uh, for a moment. It's raining dragons. Indeed, it is raining dragons. So, having all three of you have gone now, nobody dealt with this crystal dragon, nobody dealt with this crystal dragon, and nobody dealt with the throne, which now ticks down. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so, danger, danger, deal with the throne, danger. <laughs> you, so. Ghost, deal with the throne.
1: <laughs> I'm going to... Uh... notice details and sense danger on the princess. you try to figure out what the heck is going on with her.
0: Okay, so um, you're attempting to figure out what, what what's the danger of the Sapphire Throne?
1: Yeah, is there is there like a is there like a dais or something that's kind of nearby that I can hide behind and so I can get closer and see what's going on with her? Quick question.
0: Yeah. Um... Since I used precision sensors once, I'd mark off one of the pluses. Right, since you yep, since you got got a bonus die from it. Yes, well,
1: I'm just gonna say there is a dais that's that's like around her, like where she would usually talk. That's big enough to hide me. Okay, and I'm gonna hide in its shadow. I've got my gray and black spandex on. Okay, uh, so it's easy for me to hide. Yeah, and, you know, make myself look thin and, and just peer in on her. Get a little closer. See what's going on. Okay, now we're getting. So I'm going to be using use my agent because I'm stealthy. Ah, okay. and then uh, I'm also going to use my um, my detective because I am detecting things.
0: No, you don't get to use two. Oh, unless you have some special ability that says you get to use like two, a head right? That
1: comes off. Oh shoot! No head that comes off. I <laughs> Oh wait. <laughs> Let's see how does that work. I can use my agent trait twelve for any roll. Okay, as long as you're in disguise using a cover identity and being stealthy, I can add my add my agent trait die to any role. That's what I was trying to do. Does that make sense? So as long as you are in disguise, using a cover identity or being stealthy. Oh okay. hiding behind the dais makes me stealthy.
0: Oh, I see. So you're trying to... Okay, so yes. So then you do have a thing that does that. Oh, that yeah. allows you to use your D10 detective as well as your D12 agent. <laughs> right.
1: All right. No, I'm in danger because of the fact that I should could possibly be seen by the dragon and it could tip the princess off. Uh, most assuredly. Um, and uh, other than being stealthy and in the shadows, I don't know what else could be dangerous for me. So someone help me out here.
0: Perhaps the shadows themselves would <laughs> uh, <laughs> betray you. There you go. <laughs> the shadows themselves may be dangerous.
2: We did notice that there was somebody else near the princess that could spot you.
0: Yes, the princess would not be alone up there. Um, I think with the princess's eyes glowing you're not entirely certain she's looking just on this plane. She may, may be looking through the fifth dimension. And there are always the dragons. And Yeah, there yeah is another... we
1: already have the dragon one, oh, okay.
2: though. Yeah, but there's two dragons. Yeah.
0: There's <laughs> two. <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> Alright. Sounds good enough. Roll them bones. Let's deal with the give princess. Me, give me some danger, would ya?
1: licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike 4.0 international license. All works discussed are the property of their respective owners. Our intro and outro music is by Idol Exhibit.
0: Have a suggestion or just want to get in touch with us? Email us at MUTA at Huawei.com. That's M U T A at W O W W A Y.com. You can like us on Facebook as Mentally U T A. That's one word, Mentally U T A. We're also on Stitcher and on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at Mentally Untable. M E N T A L L Y U N T A B L E. Thanks for listening.